The NBA season is heating up and Kevin O'Connor and Chris Vernon have got you covered on The Mismatch. They discuss all the news, the trends, and transactions happening around the league. They also offer their on-court analysis and occasionally get into heated debates. Check out The Mismatch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the Ringer NBA show presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here and you can bet on the action with an assist from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all in one page. Plus, start betting on the Explorer page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gambling. Please visit theringer.com backslash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 years and older and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit theringer.com backslash RG. This episode is brought to you by Honda. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. And we're back. This is Logan Murdoch from the Real Ones podcast on KMEL. I'm here with Raja Bell, and we got the Mad Hooper here. Yeah, we're here with the Mad Hooper, and I think we're going to open it up for the audience to ask some questions to the Mad Hooper. Young lady, do you have a question for the Mad Hooper? Yeah, this is Sasha from St. Louis, and I just have a question for the Mad Hooper. Like, why are you so mad? I don't get it. Like, why are you so mad? What's up, real ones? This is Sugar T from the V, and I want to tell you guys today why I'm so mad. Raja, I know you're going to feel me on this one. Today, I'm mad because I want to tell y'all why I hate my HOA. And now, for those of you guys that don't know, the HOA is your homeowners association, and these are the people that when you pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to buy a home, they have an association that want to tell me what to do with the home that I own. Who loves their HOA? Tell me a single person in the history of home ownership who loves their HOA. I'm going to tell you who loves them. No one, because they are haters. They are haters. They make up stupid rules that make absolutely no sense, and then they enforce them not with regularity but arbitrarily. So you got one person who's breaking the rules, but you don't say nothing to them, but you want to say something to me. For example, with your fake-ass arbitrary rules, My HOA says I can't back my car into my parking spot. I have gotten a ticket for that before. They say you can't paint your house a certain color because you have to match in with the neighborhood, but it's like tan, white, brown. What if I want a teal door? What if I want a bright color on my sidewalk? I paid this money. Why can't I have that? Also, why does your HOA hate on your plants? Shouldn't you be trying to beautify your neighborhood? My neighbors used to come by, talk about how pretty your plants were. I got a ticket and have to get called to an HOA hearing in which they tell you you're going to have a lien on your property if you don't show up because they were mad at my plants on my windowsill. Are you kidding me? And then let me tell you what happened during the panini. My HOA wanted to make a rule, an emergency rule, that says you can't have bikes, skateboards, throwing of balls, or frisbees happening on the condominium complex grounds. So what do you think that these kids are supposed to do who are locked up in these homes 
24-7, can't go to school, can't go outside, you're going to tell them they can't throw a frisbee, they can't ride their bikes. HOA people are haters. This, miserable people who run these HOAs who happen to be just so trashed in their regular life that they can't do anything else well, so they want to regulate on somebody else's life and make them miserable. So I'm going to just stop. I'm ranting because I am so mad. But let me tell you, HOAs, I hate you. You're trash. I don't know why your fees go up every year, but y'all ain't doing nothing different. But y'all still want to charge me more and more and more money every year. HOAs, I hate you. I will never have a house again with an HOA. Y'all are some haters. I'm mad. Bye. Robin, Logan Murdoch here. Joe Mina Bitch, Sasha Mack on the boards, Raja Bell. Raja, we have a mm. special guest in the building. Mm. I think it's his first real one's appearance no. we got. No, it's the first real one's appearance. No, you're messing it up. All right, he messed He said his voice, he said his voice has already been doing. We already got it. It's Bill Simmons in the motherfucking building. It's Bill my Simmons, second, what's happening, bro? It's my second no, it's appearance. Your, no, it's your first appearance on no. the real ones. It's your first you? one. I rarely we agree have, with Logan. I rarely agree and co-sign with Logan. But I might have to co-sign with Logan time. right now, Bill. I, I, I wanted to come on just to make sure Raja was actually awake this late <laughs> and that you weren't CGIing him. But it's really him. It's like 1230 East Coast time. I'm really I, wait, proud of you, Raja. You're I, old. I appreciate that. But I was telling them before you popped on the call, I was like four minutes to go in the game. I'm hanging on by a thread. I was like, I'm going to make it. And then I woke up in a panic, like, oh, shit, where am I? Uh, did I miss it? And I, I, was, I was actually good, but was really close to not being here. Well, that's how yeah. I felt watching basketball the last three days. We're in a <laughs> rut. We're in a rut with good basketball games. I don't know what happened. I was so Yo, excited man. for the playoffs. And then I, we just, like, hit a rut. It was great to start the playoffs when we get, like, the Knicks and the guard and we get all these great crowds coming back in. And then, like, Luka. today was just Luca. Um, even like I, me and me and Raja love the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns have been playing really well. Love that. But today was just yeah, yeah. I mean the mm. first, the the, the Wizards uh, Sixers game sh should have been more compelling for everything that I saw, but it just wasn't compelling. What do you guys think of today's round of basketball? I'll start with Raja to wake him up. Raja, what did you think of the first the day of basketball in terms of quality? Yeah, look, I, the Wizards Sixers game. I was at my folks' house, the Memorial Day barbecue. Um, it was just, it, it was, it was like, it felt like a regular season game. Like there was nothing to that. There was nothing going on. The Memphis game, Memphis is intriguing to me because I never really felt like they were going to beat Utah, but they, they get down 15 and then you look up and they're only down like four again. Right. So it keeps me like locked in to see if they're ever going to get over the hump. I like John Morant. So that, that had a little bit to it, but generally speaking, like no, no real fireworks today for me. Well, the big story coming at it today is Embiid couldn't even make it four games. Yeah. He's already hurt. <laughs> this was the re yeah. this was the reason I was scared to pick Philly to win the East because it's like do I do I trust Embiid to be able to play three straight rounds? And he made it what three games one quarter and he went down. So yeah, yeah, now he, that now that yeah. hangs over the whole series and the rest of the playoffs for them. That was one of those games when you get the feeling down the stretch after Embiid is is out, you get you want. <laughs> I guess conventional wisdom, you want the Sixers to win that game just so they can get just get out of the series and figure it out, get a weekend. And he has an MRI, I think, on Tuesday or something like that. But I, how does this change the trajectory of the Eastern Conference in your eyes, Bill? If at all. 
I didn't like what I saw from Simmons tonight. Because when Embiid goes out like that, then, you know, if Simmons has what I thought he had and why I thought Houston was crazy not to trade uh, Harden for him over the the crappy package they took from the Nets, I thought Embiid was going to go out and then the second half, Simmons was going to be like, watch this. I'm going to reinvent what we look like for this half. I'm going to be, you know, like a point, a point five, basically. And I'm just going to dominate on both ends and I'm going to be awesome. And he just really wasn't. And he missed the free throws were a real problem. And, you know, you, you look at Milwaukee has a little bit of the same issue with Giannis and his free throws. And then you watch Brooklyn and they don't miss a free throw ever, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and I just wonder like, is, is the East going to be as simple as just, it's going to come down to free throws and two clutch games like that. But the Simmons thing, I, maybe I, Raja, my, is my esteem just too high for him? I feel like I'm constantly disappointed by him. Um, yeah, you could be fractionally high on, on Ben Simmons. Uh, I mean, but there's so much talent. It just oozes, you know, it, he does things and you're like, man, yes, that, that should be sustainable. Like if he could capture that, then, then he's what you think he should be. Um, I don't think he's wired like that though. I don't, I mean, in today's scenario, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt and say like he had the rug pulled out from under him, you know, really quickly. And they've been playing a certain way all year. Right. So it's not the easiest thing to necessarily click in it half. If that's not your nature and say, all right, it's mine now. Now, Dion waiters, his, he's built like that. Like, it's mine now. I'm good. I'm ready. To, I've been waiting for this. I, I don't think Ben Simmons is really that kind of guy. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But um, they're just certain. Look, this is a this is a make buckets league. I mean, it's a it, you have to make buckets. You have to be able to create. You have to be able to make buckets, um, and you have to be willing to shoot. I mean, I'm not even yeah. saying make it. Yep. I've said this for years. You got to be willing to shoot the ball uh, so that people will play you honest. And if you won't, it really puts a ceiling or a regulator on what on what you could be. I think the biggest thing with 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 that situation is when you have two stars like that, we've seen there's precedence when a, a one star gets injured or and or fouls out. We saw that in the 2000 finals with Kobe, right? When Shaq goes out, you know, was, he got fouled out, he meets that moment. Um you can see that with Kyrie, the second star meets that moment when it's time for him to meet that moment. Bill, is there some kind of do, do you sense that from do you sense that he can, that Simmons can meet that moment when it does come to it? Maybe because game five, all intents and purposes, is that moment for him. That you got it, you got it, you got to close out the series. Uh, you have it at home. Does he have that in him, you think? Washington's terrible. I mean, okay. I, I don't know if that's a big pressure game yet. You think today, mm-hmm. like, Washington wins. What was Westbrook? Like three for 18? Three for 19. Yes. Three for 19. (laughs) And it felt to the bitter end like Philly was going to win that game. They couldn't get a call. The the officiating was really bizarre. I thought that was a flagrant on Westbrook at the end. You usually get that call. He definitely, I mean, they've they've been calling that a flagrant all playoffs. And for some reason, they decided not to on that. But um, look, they're way better. I don't trust Washington at all. I think the crowd really actually helped Washington. I think that's one of the themes of this first round is the younger guys like Rui Hachimura having fans in the building has meant a lot to certain guys. It it has definitely helped the Celtics. It's helped anybody that uh, the Knicks you saw it in game two. Um, 
So I, I just feel like Philly should wrap it up. They, even without Embiid, they have more talent. I'm, I'm Westbrook to me is just such a car crash. It's really like, I mean, he, what did he have? 20 rebounds. You look Not at his box. 21. Score, 20, yeah. And it's just like, he's doing everything good and bad. He's taking stuff off the table. He's putting stuff back on the table. He's almost lost the ball when they were down, when they're up four, like trying to put the game away and they called a foul. And uh, I think NATO or, or cork bus. Yeah. Um, but he's just all over the map, and uh, I just can't see them beating them twice. It was a quintessential Russell Westbrook game where every, if, if his detractors got what they wanted and everyone that loves him and stands for him got what they wanted. They got the triple-double, but they also got the three for 19. It was, it was everything that you, you think you'd want it to be, but I think Philly wraps that up. But the biggest thing that I feel, and I want to get your opinion on this, um, Simmons, me, I have always said that I don't trust Philly, just not not for the reasons that you laid out, but the three guys there, um, Doc Rivers, Ben mm-hmm. Simmons, and Joel mm-hmm. Embiid, have not proven that they can win at that stage yet, right? They're always yeah. these good teams. What, Doc um, Rivers hasn't proved that he can win at that stage, bro? Um, I'm sorry, it's 08? 08? How, how, long, how long was 08? Wow. But it's wow. A, it, you've done it. But you've done it. But you've done it. But how many times? But how many times since then? But how many times has he disappointed since? How many times have his dis- his team Raja, disappointed since the then? The last Raja. time he won a title, Raja could dunk. I've seen Raja. But you're laying you're laying teams' inability to win championships solely on 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 the coach. Like to say that the man no, 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 is, no, no, doesn't no. show all, up in the all three of the fi- no. My thing is all three of the figures have no. But have you're alluding fucked up ro- royalty. Uh, you're alluding to his 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 prior teams though, saying that he's like he can't step up. To the plate well, in those moments, he's had I would a rough disagree run, Raja. He has had Raja, a rough run. He's had a run. What happened last year when he was head of had a probably arguably a better team with with um there Kawhi a shit MPG. show this year too. That's a shit. That's a shitty mix of people. We talked about it on the on the pod last time. I'm just saying, oh, okay. Dog, but what like happened? Doc four Rivers years is one that. of the better coaches in the NBA. I believe. I believe Doc that. Yeah. But we're talking so, about the we're talking about the post. I believe that, and I, I truly believe he's an elite coach. But I, I'm saying that in the past, in the past since 08. There have been some things that have been royally bad. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. You that said is they, what I said. I just that's said that's not what you said. You said they they can't get that done. Their three stars can't get that done at the time. One of them has in fact got it done. So if you'd like to augment your statement, I'm cool with sitting back. Can I be the take doctor? Can I can I just take tweet? It. Can yes. I, yes. Can I take your yes. your take and bring it to the emergency room for a yes. second? Doc yes. has not proven that he can win a title without Tom Thibodeau as his assistant. You know, as his lead coordinator. Okay. Good. Thank you. Conti- continue. Thank carry you. on. You're welcome, Logan. Hey, Perk, hey, Perk, let me get a Perkism, friend of the show. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the carry ons with him. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. So here's the thing. I thought before the playoffs, 
that Milwaukee was going to make it out of the finals because they were, it, I just went bet my life. I was like, I don't trust Brooklyn with the Kyrie piece, with the newness of it. Rookie coach, our guy Nash, but still a rookie coach. And just a lot of guys haven't been in that situation. I didn't trust Philly because of the Embiid piece and, and Simmons. I don't know what to expect from him, um, even though I think I have higher esteem from him. Milwaukee seemed like the safest bet. Now we're how many we're what are we, eight, nine days into the playoffs? I feel great about Milwaukee. I think this is lined up perfectly for them. I thought they yeah. did what they had to do. They got over that Miami hump. They broke that mental block. And that game one, Raja, it, I said on my pod, it reminded me of uh, 08 Sun Spurs when at some point it became clear, sorry to bring this up, but at some point during <laughs> that game, it became clear whoever won that game was probably going to win the series. Game ones can be weird that way. And hockey works like this too, where it's like, all right, this is going to be a devastating loss. And I don't know if the team that loses rallies back from this. I think if Milwaukee had lost game one, it, it was a possible tailspin. They get over the hump. They send Miami packing. I mean, by the end of it, it's there. And, and I don't know. I just like, I think it's setting really nice for them. I like Milwaukee. I, I agree with you on that game. Was that 07, 08? Was that, the 08 game? Was 08. that when uh, Timmy D hit the three? Yeah. Is that the game? That yes. was a backbreaking. It was a backbreaking mm. game. We did not recover. Uh, and was I, that I, was that second round. Was that second round? And then they played the Lakers. No, it was and then first they, round. First it round. Was first round. First round. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was totally random. Yeah. Where it was like it was the first round series of two of the three best teams. Which sometimes that just happens. Yeah. And, I, and Duncan never made threes ever, but made this incredibly clutch. And I think he made another shot in that. I think he made two clutch. Near the end of the just game, just open shots. the wound, Bill. Just open yeah. the wound, bro. It was just, his just, first. Just, it was his first three of the damn year. I'm pretty sure it was crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, that hey, 08 Suns team was good. Logan is a Logan. Logan is, I think, in Camp Brooklyn with this one, right? I'm in Camp Brooklyn. You're yes. in Camp We're, Brooklyn. Yes, I, I am firmly in Camp Brooklyn. I, I will say, however, and I'm not hedging my bet at all. I picked Brooklyn to go to the finals, but. Milwaukee has shown heart that I did not know that they had. Remember, I remember, Raja, I had to publicly apologize to Chris mm -hmm. Middleton last mm -hmm. week. I had to publicly apologize to this Bucks team. I'm not so far to say that they're my finals pick, but I will say that they showed more heart than I thought they would. I do want to get to the Eastern, I mean, the Western Conference. Uh, wait, wait, wait hold on on the Bucks so quickly. They need a, they need a, they need Raja. If you were ever going to come back, not right now, not at, Dante <laughs> out. present, Roger. No, but Dante out. They need you. They you could you could stand in the corner and make a couple threes. That's going to be a tough. How many that, minutes a, can you give? I, I can give you approximately a quarter of a minute. <laughs> yeah, could and you I'll, do I'll the flagrant, Could you do that? Uh, <laughs> I'll flagrant the hell out of somebody. I got you. I think they're going to they're going to miss him though. They will. Like it's a, all jokes aside. Like he he is a uh, you know they they kind of play that role kind of by committee, but he. He's one of the, you know, he's one of their pieces. He's a, he, he, I don't, he's not one of the, the male carriers, so to speak, but he, he puts in what he can put in to the effort, you know? I agree with that. He hits innings, right? The league is too soft for Raja now. Raja, it's, I'm, I'm glad you're not in the league as we know it now. You would not enjoy yourself. We talked about this a lot, man. Yeah, we talked about Raja just, yeah, with the Instagram and the Twitter. He he's already said that he would probably be out of the league because he would tweet all of his emotions immediately after the game. <laughs> and it, would be, it would be a news story. It would be all bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, I do want to get to this uh, this Utah-Memphis matchup. Yeah. I, like, I know Utah won, and they won, they won convincingly down the stretch. 
Am I am I wrong to think that Memphis is ready to be a contender in the next couple of years if they just make a couple right pieces? I just or maybe am I just too in love with this Memphis team in, for my own good and I'm just too blind, Bill? I it depends on Jackson with me. I mean, Jackson's yeah. only 21. He's been in the league three years. Yeah. Um, he seems really talented. We haven't, you know, this season's almost a throwaway for him, and I don't think he did a lot in the playoffs. Today was probably his best game. It wasn't even that good. But, you know, you need three guys to really seriously compete. They have one. Jackson's yeah. maybe the third guy. So who's who's the second guy? Who's the number two guy? That's what they don't have. And that's really hard to find. If yeah. Dylan, if they find if Dylan Brooks can be your three or four, like if Jaron never really becomes a, a score score, right? And Dylan Brooks can be a three, four. So Jaron some nights, Dylan Brooks some nights, and you come up with the guy you're talking about, Bill. They they could be they could be a few years out, Logan. I I wouldn't say next year, or you know what I mean. But I, I, think I wouldn't it could say be next like, year. Yeah, they could maybe maybe not two, but like three years out, they could be that. It's a team that they they have a lot of pieces. They they're a four for one trade waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. They yeah. I mean look at the guys who aren't playing for them. Like they're not playing Winslow. They're not playing Clark. They didn't play Tillman the last three games, and he was one of the heroes of that Warriors game. We haven't seen him since. So they have pieces to do something. I just love how naive they are in a good way, where they just don't care about the standings of you. They don't care about Utah standing in, in the league. They don't care about anything. I saw this a couple weeks back when they were playing against the Warriors. John didn't care about Steph going a, alongside, uh, opposite of him. He didn't care about that stuff. They just balled, and I just, I just, I think that's why um, I love that that team, and this really embodies the city. But I could see where you're going with this. I am in love with the with the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll see what happens. Utah, though, Utah's a number one seed. I don't know if we we called them real or fake. I think I called them fake going into this, but they might be a real real. team. You called them real. I think I called them fake. Um, But with all the injuries in the Western Conference, they could be a team, right, Raja? They could be they could be a factor. Obviously, not could they are a factor. They were they're not what they aren't is a super sexy you know, star-driven team. But they are they are one of the outlying teams. We talked about, I think we both said this, even though I said they were a contender, um, their their lack of star power being their weakness, right? Um, but, mm-hmm. but man, um, Mike Conley's phenomenal. Uh, um, Spider Mitchell is great and can get buckets. And you got the sixth man of the year. And so they have, like, they have three. They have three guys that get you buckets. And then, you know, when they're creating that space, Gobert's rim running, and you know you've got O'Neal and 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 but what's 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 the the Vich? Sorry, forgive me. Who do they Bogdanovich? have? Yeah, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. Yeah, Bogdanovich. You, you know, and you've got the snipers, and they all shoot the ball so well. Um, they're a scary team, and they defend the hell out of you, man. They had John Morant, John Morant for as good as he was the other night with the forty-seven. I guess he dropped in Utah, and he wasn't statistically terrible tonight, but he he was confused that whole fourth quarter. You could tell he didn't know whether to shoot, pass. He was second guessing himself when he got in the lane. Like none of that was working. They're they're defensively as good as anyone in the league. Raja, that happened in game three too. Eh? I mean, these games were even with five minutes left. Game three, game four, and they had the crowd. And then Utah has this little switch where they can all of a sudden get 10 straight and get stops in the other end. I thought Conley was really, really good tonight on especially on defense. He was um, great. I thought he he was disruptive. And you think like when he's doing that at the top of the key and then you have Gobert underneath, it's pretty good. Um, they've also, I know Mitchell was hurt, obviously, but other than that, they've been pretty healthy, 
right? And you look around the league and you're just like, who's the healthiest right now? I do feel like that has to factor into when you're thinking who's going to make the finals. Like even Milwaukee's not totally healthy, right? They lost Dante. Not that he's the most important guy in the world, but their rotation's a little weaker. Now they have to play Forbes and stuff like that. Utah, now that Mitchell seems like he's back, they're healthy across the board. You know, Clippers, who knows with, with those dudes. I don't know what to, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what to expect from them mentally or physically. Um, <laughs> and then Lakers have the AD thing lingering over them. The Suns are already banged up. You go on down the line, it's like Utah's the healthiest. So basically, we're going to have a Utah-Milwaukee um, finals is what no, you're saying, Bill? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> David's, David Stern's crawling out of the grave to stop that. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. Don't get, a, yeah. big, don't get right. a big market somebody into there. Yeah. The right. thing is, Let's like, do, do you think they want Brooklyn in the finals? Like, if you're the league yeah. and you can rig this, is Brooklyn the team Absolutely. you want? 100%. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You got star power? Uh, the Obviously, it would be Lakers Nets. If if you want the, if you want to get a a finals, it's Lakers Nets with star power, with legacy, with all that stuff. You want Lakers Nets? Does anyone like the Nets? In do terms you, of what? Does any? Uh, do you know any finals? Nets fans? <laughs> do you know, know anyone know any for the Nets? Do you, do you, have you seen you know any the Nets fans? I'm, I'm pulling for the Nets. I got to pull for the Nets. Well, yeah, you're pulling, pulling for the Nets. Nets. Yeah, 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 I'm pulling for the Nets. Okay. I don't know a ton of uh, Nets fans. I keep it a buck. I know a lot of people in New York. I, I, I don't like, know them. I like their throwbacks this year. That was cool. Logan, the funniest nah, Nets cool. Clippers would be the funniest of all time. Combined, Bruh. combined five thousand fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They would <laughs> put the tarps and staples. They would just put the tarps going down. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> it would be Clipper Dale and like Billy Crystal just chilling. <laughs> that would be it. It would be just tarps all the way. It'll be tarps of players' f- selfies on the on the. It looked like the Athletics that. baseball stadium, but it would be the finals. <laughs> I, I'm surprised Logan likes Memphis this month because I thought for sure Logan was going to do a whole monologue today about Memphis couldn't carry their weight. This should have been Steph. It would be Listen, so much more fun if Steph was in here and Clay was pacing like a animal in the back, like like he was. Did you see Clay in the in the playing game? He was pacing yes. back and forth like like he was like losing his mind. He was like a serial killer. I love yes. No, I no, but full transparency. I interned at the Commercial Appeal in Memphis, and I spent the summer there. I love Memphis. Memphis is a great Memphis city, and I great. love what I love. I love everything about Memphis as a city. And they, I know the people. They deserve a good team, and I just, I, they, it tugged at my heartstrings. Do either Do either of you think that Golden State would have given them a, a better run than than what Memphis <laughs> is given at this point? Uh, uh, I think it would have been about the same. Honestly, yeah. I think it would have been tough. about the, the same. The Golden State thing once. Once teams were like, fuck this, Steph, we're, we here are two guys every time you get to half court. Once that started happening, it was kind of. No, it, it was, it was like, it, it was, was like two and a half with three and four coming on. It was, they put their whole team on. They Steph. wouldn't it have was, got a game out of that. They wouldn't have got a game. Nah. Out of that. There's nah. an amazing fork in the road for these playoffs though, where if, if Caruso doesn't strip Steph with two and a half minutes left in that playing game, Warriors are up three. And Steph's going to score, and he's thinking about scoring. He just got slapped with the ball, and Crusoe stripped him. But I really feel like Golden State was about to win that game. Like, they were that close. And then it's Golden State versus the Suns, and then you have Utah Lakers right now. And instead, Utah gets to play this Memphis team. Now, next round, they get to play a legitimately goofy Clippers team that I think was about to get swept, and then Luka got hurt. And Yo, you're the not Clippers, with me on that? Man. No, no, the, this the 
I'm sorry, man. We've been talk. We've talked about the Clippers, and every time we talked about the Clippers, we're gonna get to Jomi in a moment talking about. I don't know if you heard this, Bill, but he took a trip to Palmdale because the Clippers won. He had to take a trip to Palmdale for this. It was it was it was wild. But anyway, the Clippers are just. I get frustrated by them every year. They have so much talent on their roster. They stick their chest out, and then they do shit like they they fuck around. They they don't they fuck around with their food, man. That's what they do, and I don't like it. I don't, they, they, they disrespect the game, and I don't like it. And I want them to do good because they're a talented team. I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. They have the most know. fake tough guys, Raja? Um, <laughs> fake, fake. Who, who is their tough guy? Who are their... Uh, I'm trying to go down their There's roster There's a lot right of like, guys like, who I, get I, super uh, tough when they're up Beverly. 19. Yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you this. Can I tell you this? I don't know if you... If, if they get through Dallas, which it looks like they're going to get through, they're going to be a tough out for, for Utah. I agree, because they go small. Yeah, it'd be a tough outfit. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. Let's get to predictions. You just you just ruined my night, Simmons, <laughs> by freaking talking about the Clippers, bro. We were doing it. Was, Clippers was not on the rundown, and you just did it. Now my whole night is messed up. Let's go into predictions real quick. Jesus. All right, first prediction, man, for tomorrow night. Um, we have Blazers, Blazers Nuggets, which has been a, been a low-key compelling series. Um, going Jeez. back, it's just been... It's go, we're in Denver right now. Who we got right now? Let's go. I'm... I'm Fuck it. I'm going Dame. I'm going Dame. Fuck it. I'm going Dame. Town business. Who you got, Raja? I've been wrong at every turn in this series. Um, I'm going to say Denver. I'm going to say some. I'm say the Joker plays better at home, and for for no other reason than I don't know shit about the series. Really, like it's just it's perplexing <laughs> to me. No, I mean like I'm I'm watching the games, and I I don't feel like I really take much away from any of the games. Um. So. The Denver crowd has not has historically not been great, and it never feels like a playoff game whenever they're you go to stoned. Denver. And I think that has to go. But but Simmons in the Bay, they're all stoned, and you see the Bay all turns up. It's better so I don't know weed, better weed of, in the Bay, though. Fair. Oh. <laughs> who we who we got? Who we got, Simmons? Who, who, where are we going? And um, where are we going with this matchup? This series is a do not gamble series. The only mm. the only thing that was clear was that it was going to go seven. And game to game, do not gamble on it. And shit's going to happen like we're going to have the Austin Rivers game. Where it's like, oh yeah, the game that Austin Rivers single-handedly won in the fourth quarter. Even though we had an MVP and an MVP. Wait, did we get a Raja pick? Raja got the Nuggets, right? You got the Nuggets? I took the Nuggets, yeah. He didn't feel good about it, though. I did not. not. No one feels good about this series, but go ahead, Simmons. Um, The backcourt thing is such such an advantage for Portland that it just feels like... I have trouble going against them in any of these games because they can get 60 to 70 points from their two guards. And Denver's looking at like 30, mm-hmm. unless Austin Rivers has the game of of his life, which has already happened. So I'd probably lean, I feel like Portland wins this one, Denver wins game six, and somehow we get a game seven, even though both teams have won on the road with the other thing. Portland basically played seven guys in the last game. Like they've, they've given up on Canner. Um, and... Now, and Simons is weirdly important for them, and I'm not sure he's good. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like they have five guys they trust. Denver's got, like, three and a half. So, I, I think it's too hard to predict. Don't gamble on this series, people listening. No, Young gamblers at home, stay away. Concentrate yeah. on, on better bets you can make, like the Hawks in game five. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go. Um, this is this that was just a nasty matchup. Okay, let's go. Um, Lakers Suns. This has been compelling, man. Like a, the AD injury, growing injury. He's so gonna he's be out, out for uh, he's out game I five. I mean, 
Is he out game? It's just not looking good, but it's like the reports are starting to come out that it's probably not going to be, he's not going to play or it's not looking good. It's one of those reports are starting to come out yet. If you yeah. have a groin injury that doesn't allow you to go back into a game yesterday, yeah. you're not able it's, to play tomorrow. I don't think he's going to be able to. I don't That's think the way that goes. Or you should, if you can play tomorrow, you should have had your ass back in the game yesterday. That's the way that works. Raja Bell has a thing with AD. He, he, he's just, yeah. No, but All I'm right. saying so the let, nature of groin injuries, they don't heal like that. Like that, they don't just heal. When, if you pull that groin to a point where like it's really catching, it. it's catching it and you can't, yeah. yeah, you can't get back out there on that. Not tomorrow. Not, so who you got? We're not talking about Cal Ripken here either. <laughs> <laughs> who you got, Raja? What we got? This is your, this is your series. This is your series, Raja. Well, I'm taking the Suns in this, baby. No AD. That's, that's okay. Yeah, I'm taking the Suns hey, all day. You know what I'm going to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm going to do? Fuck this. I'm taking historic LeBron game, Lakers and Lakers. I'm going mm. Lakers right here. Mm. One of those games that LeBron is just going to bring one out of his ass. I got I got LeBron and Lakers winning game five. Simmons, who you got? I have one of the best predictions I've ever made on this show, even though it's the first time you've invited me. <laughs> um, I think the Suns crush them in game five. And I think LeBron is weirdly passive. Oh, I think it's one of those. We get a passive LeBron game. It's kind of a, I want to see what I have with these other guys game. Cause he kind of knows he's going to throw it away because he's saving his shits for game six, game seven. Not just because it's the better play. Cause he's kind of waiting it out to see if Davis can potentially come back for seven better narrative. I think LeBron's all about the narratives now. Better narrative down three, two wins. The last two wins, six wins, seven in Phoenix, the calculated I think he's a narrative guy. He's a Hollywood guy. Now. I just think it's, it's a smarter move for him. You know to- what he could do? He could do what Kobe did in a game seven and win right. it in Phoenix. That's what don't think hey, he hasn't thought hey, about that. Hey, Hey, Raja. Hey man, I'm locked in on this series, bro. Cause every son's Lakers series, of my life is like every Suns Lakers series of my life. It doesn't yeah. matter. The stakes are always there. I love this matchup, man. I love this matchup. We're still in okay, LeBron. We were talking about um, LeBron does this. He's done this thing during the playoffs. I think he just has because he's got that crazy hoops IQ. I think he's just calculated how much he has to exert in four rounds, right? So you watch his games and he just, he won't. He's not playing. I don't want to say he's not playing hard, but he's picking his spots for a half. And then you see he flips the switch when he wants him for the second half. The, the game the other day, he waited until basically the fourth quarter and then he flipped the switch. He'll flip the switch. I don't know if he's going to waste it in game five without AD. Maybe he comes out, starts making threes early, and then he'll ride it and try to score 50, something like that. But I think he'll feel it out. He'll try to get other dudes involved and hope that the Kuzma Schroeder... Gasol types carry them, and then he'll flip the switch in the fourth if they're close. That's interesting. Yeah, I like that. You saw that a lot in the bubble, though. You saw that a lot in the bubble in game ones with LeBron, and where you're like, what's going on here? Like, what are we doing? And that was one of the things, and then he would just turn it on for the rest remember of the, the series. Remember the Warriors game? Remember halftime? People are like, is he hurt? What's wrong? Is he hurt? Yeah. Is he is his ankle bad? What happened? And then game third quarter, boom, and he was LeBron again. He fucking hit a three in Steph's face, like. It was yeah. ridiculous. Now, next game, next game, final game, I, Nets Celtics. We already, I think we all picked this, the Nets to win. I don't know, Simmons. Do you have the Celtics winning this game? I don't know. Do you, I can't. Do you have this? I just can't believe the Celtics didn't get swept. The Nets are yeah. twenty to thirty points better than them every game. There's no scenario where the Celtics, with the roster they have, should be within twenty of them ever. It took 
Friday night, it took Tatum playing the best game of his entire life and a complete no-show from Kyrie. And they still barely won. They won in the last minute. That Even with those two variables, the greatest game of Tatum's life, they still barely won. I don't think they can come within 20 of this Nets team. We played Ojale, Jabari, and Grant Williams all at the same time for five minutes in the second quarter of game four. We're not winning game five. Oh, okay. So what are, where did, so that goes to my next question. Now you, you already, we already knew the Nets are going to win. We already picked them. What's next for Boston, man? What's going on? Like, it's, it's, it's a weird thing. It's like, are you guys tight? Like, will you guys be title contenders? What, you guys are in this purgatory right now. What do you guys do? What's go, what's next for Boston? There's some might've missed the window potential that I'm trying to mm. not to think about. Made three conference finals in four years, Raja. Yeah, no, it's been a good run. It just never reached the top. Like, you never got never to the happened. penthouse. Yeah. yeah it's oh, just... A little Buffalo Bills run there. Okay. Yeah. It, not up. even. It's like, it's like a poor <laughs> no, it's man's the Buffalo Bills. Eagles. Oh, no, it's the Philadelphia not Eagles. Even. Is what it's it is. like the poor man's Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, do, you like, do you like Tatum and Brown together, Bill? I do. I, I, I think Brown's too important on and off the court. To me, he's untouchable, and I think Tatum's obviously untouchable. And you just got to figure out who the rest of the team is around those guys. The, the Kemba thing is a catastrophe. Um, Russell and I laid it out yesterday. He's he's on the books next two years for thirty six and thirty seven. He's and never he a, he's never played in a Celtics uniform the way he played in Charlotte, right? No, like that, I mean there was not even any, like not even real, for real stretches of time. They paid for a guy coming off a career year who really hasn't been healthy since, and this is kind of the rub with the Knicks too, right? Where they could potentially give Randall a giant extension off a career year. Or just have them played out for twenty point seven five million, and like, well, hey, let's make sure you're really good before we give you all this money. I wouldn't give him one hundred and forty million for four years or anything like that, based on how easily Atlanta shut him down. I'm not paying him thirty five million a year. Raj is agreeing with me. It looks like one hundred percent. And I love, I love, I love watching him play in the story that it was this year. But don't do that if you're the Knicks. Don't do that. Don't do that. Logan, Logan <sighs> would pay him. Logan's, Logan's seen enough. He's, he's Logan's got his checkbook out. <laughs> are we talking about Randall? Or, no, Randall. I mean, you know, I, 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 I love Randall. I love Randall. He was a Laker. Yeah, I love him. You know, he was a part of that baby Laker team. But, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see him get his bag somewhere else. I'm happy for that. <laughs> Shout out to him. Yeah, shout, shout out to him. Go get the bag. Uh, go to the baggage claim. All right, man. Simmons, it was great to have you on tonight, man. You know, you're welcome anytime for your second and third and fourth and fifth times. You know what it is. What's up? What's up? You got, Wait, what's up? I, I had a last question for Raja. Mm. Okay. Is did Marcus Smart lose his title to Dylan Brooks for you? Not, no, no. Mm. Because I know you Dylan, love Dylan Brooks. He does do a lot Dylan of things Brooks. that you like. I you do specifically love, like. I do. I do love Dylan Brooks. I feel like Dylan Brooks might be just maybe too good of a scorer to fall into that that role that, oh, that we're talking about. Oh, yeah, he might be overqualified for the for the uh, for the award. Is this um, the Raja Bell Memorial Player Award. The, the, just like the the guy who's just in it, who's annoying, who's doing stuff, who's up to things, who's just mm. never lets up, makes a couple big shots, always has four to five fouls. Dylan Brooks. might get burned, might get burned. Like they have like a the camera on him, like after Steph does something. Yeah, you know, he fouls does, out of a game. But, but it, well, yeah. yeah, but they don't care. But he's right? fine. Like, yeah, he's fine. You don't give a shit. Moves on next play. Um, yeah, yeah, he just won't fit in that box, Bill. Like I want to put him in the box. I'm. Marcus Smart comes out of the box from time to time too, but Dylan Brooks is out here acting like he's after 27 a game in that series. 
Right. All right. So it's Bruce Brown then. Bruce Brown is your guy. Bruce Brown is my. I like Bruce Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Boston kid, University of Miami. Yeah. He's he, that's my guy. Couple, couple layups, couple with somebody's getting double teamed. All of a sudden, he's sneaking through for a layup. He's yeah, committing. Yeah, he's a couple, couple years ago, three plays. Ball. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. He's All in the right. box. That's his guy, Logan. We have our answer. Dylan Brooks, I'm okay. sorry. Yeah, it's a great yeah. resume. It was too good of a resume. Too good, overqualified, yeah. bud. All right. It was good to see you guys. Later, Bill. This episode is brought to you by Honda. There's a lot that could impress you about the all new Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Sonic. Fuel up for game day and any day, really, at Sonic. For a limited time, you can get the new $1.99 Sonic Crispy Tinder Wraps. And trust me, You don't want to miss out. A crispy chicken tender and bold flavors like hickory barbecue and cheesy Baja. Crisp lettuce and melty cheese that make the perfect bite. So go get yourself some TLC, some tender love and chicken. And buy a $1.99 Sonic Crispy Chicken Tender Wrap today. Tax not included. Limited time only at participated Sonic drive-ins. And we are back. Raja. I want to talk to you about something that we've kind of alluded to over the postseason, but it's just kind of reached a freaking fever pitch right now. Fan behavior at NBA games. It's it's just utterly ridiculous. Today we had, uh, or tonight, we had a fan rush the court in Washington to try to touch the back, the back of a backboard. That was tame compared to everything else that happened this weekend. In game three of the Wizards-Sixers series, Russell Westbrook went to go get his ankle taped or something like that. He, got, he went to go get his ankle reevaluated to throw popcorn on the man, right? A few nights later, it was game two. Excuse me, it was game two. And then, a few days later, Kyrie makes his return to Boston after he said, I don't want anything to happen. Please don't let anything happen to me. I just want to play basketball. Please don't let anything happen to you. I'm begging, right? He just said, I just want to hoop. I just want to hoop. I, I just want to hoop and made this discourse about from Boston, pe- from people from Boston and like Boston fans, we're not racist. We're not all these things. And the very next game, Kyrie gets an object thrown at him as he's after they win and he gets after he's walking off the, the court, he gets an object thrown at him by a fan with a Boston jersey on. And then the rhetoric was he he shouldn't have gotten the stuff thrown at him, but he also shouldn't have stepped on a leprechaun at midcourt the mm-hmm. way he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the, what is going on right now, Roger? Like what, what is going on? It's, it's clearly some kind of COVID fog. Everyone's coming out of the house and people just don't know how to act. Right? Like we're all excited to be out. You know, I'm excited to be out, Logan. My kids are excited to be out. Everybody's excited to be out. People didn't just lost their mind, man. I have to chalk it up to that because there's no, I mean, there have been instances before of silly stuff happening, but not like this condensed where it's happening, you know, every couple of games and people are bugging out. You know, I, it's silly. I know, but. You got to whoop somebody's ass. Some Somebody got to get an ass whooping sometimes. <laughs> it's what has like, to happen, a- bro. I tell my kids this shit sometimes too, man. Like, 
there's going to come a time that you just got to whoop somebody's ass and you might get in trouble for that shit. You might, yep. but mm-hmm. you will yep. have to whoop his ass. And that's what the, yep. the NBA metaphorically speaking has to whoop some ass. Cause people are just too bold right now. So one of these, one of them has to have their ass whooped. It's, it's really funny though. Right? Because if you go back to the coverage of players fighting fans, it's the malice in the palace. Right. Right. And, how it was covered then versus how it would be covered now, I think would be two different ways. How it was covered then, by and large, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, because you were in the league when that happened. Thugs. Thugs. It's uh, the players' fault. Oh. Why would they do this? Why would they punch fans? Oh, the fans yes. are getting all in the stands. Oh, this is a disgrace. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. In hindsight, because this is this is actually happening. The same things are happening, right? Like, the malice in the palace started because a fan threw an object at Ron Artest. That man threw a this, cup this of ice. What, it was a cup of ice, right? At Ron Artest. It, it, it threw something at Ron Artest. Not only did that happen, there were fans throwing chairs and, and objects at players throughout that whole time, right? And it started out because he was showing restraint on that one. Ron Artest eventually, at the first time, was showing restraint. And right now... We're seeing that, like, no, no, the players weren't necessarily wrong in this instance. They were fighting. They were fighting for, in their minds, their lives in a lot of ways. You don't know what was going to happen that night. When they, Ron Artest gets something thrown at him, he goes up in the stands and fights. That happens. That, that's what happened. These guys right now are showing restraint in a lot of ways where I'm like, bro, I don't know if I could have shown that kind of restraint. Like, you see when, um, when Russell Westbrook gets the popcorn thrown at him. It takes every bit of him, Russell Westbrook, yeah. not to do anything. Yeah. And rightly so. And this isn't the first time that Russell has had these types of interactions with fans. And we've seen this. What what does there have to what is the solution that there has to be? And what have you before we get to the solution, what has it been the difference in coverage you've seen right now versus what you've seen in coverage back then? First, let me let me let me go back to the Ron Artest thing real quick. Allow if you'll indulge me. Let me go back. Got you. Yep. Ron, when Ron got hit by the cup. And Ron went into the stands. Ron should not have went into those stands. He shouldn't have went into those stands. Having said that, if I was sitting on that scorer's table minding my business trying to cool down and you threw some shit at me, there's a high likelihood that I would have went into the stands and suffered Mm -hmm. pretty much the same fate, right? Because I would have lost my shit in that moment. You hit me with some shit and it's on. Now, every other player in that scrum, for the most part, when Ron is now fighting, like to, to your point, for his life, because people are... I don't, I mean, you're, you're, you're in a fight. That's a brawl. Fans are on the court. They're rushing. There should be no ramifications for you knocking somebody out. This mm-hmm. man is down here on the court on your, you know, in your place of business, rushing at you. You're supposed to lay his ass down. Um, yeah. So, but Ron shouldn't have went in the stands. All right. So let me, let me get to. He shouldn't have. I, he should not have, but we understand. He should not have done that. But yeah, go ahead. But I'm telling right. you, I would have probably went up there too. Like you threw some shit at me, man. Like it, it you hit me with a cup. Like I'm, I'm, it's on. Bro, here's one thing. Here's one thing. I want to get to get to your point. If you were to do that to somebody on the street, they have a license to fuck you up. Yep. If you were to just do something like that on the street to anybody, if you were to just like spit in someone's face, throw popcorn in a random person's face, where do you get the audacity to do that? Yeah, I again, again, we live, we live. I, we talk, I think I talked about this last time. The world that we live in now, where it's just—I mean, you've got the twi- you got the Twitter fingers, you got the keyboard war, you know, you got all there. You don't have to see people face to face a lot, you know, and so you you get this boldness to you, and and 
You you don't know what it feels like. There's a generation of people, there are a generation of kids that don't know what it feels like to get whooped, Logan. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, though? Like, you know, yeah. there are a generation of kids that don't know what it feels like to get a get a hand put on their bottom when they fuck up. Um, and and bigger picture, there's a you know, there's a generation of kids out here, they don't, they don't really get out here with hands no more. Like there's, you know, tragically. It's a lot more weapons being used and stuff, but people don't know what it feels like, you know, to 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 get socked in the eye because you said the wrong shit to the wrong person. So, so these are the people you're seeing out there. They don't, they don't know. You ask me, could they do it on the street? Um, they don't, they don't know the difference because they ain't never had that interaction with someone. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, we were talking to like you know CC Sabathia last week, and just people just talking about him on the street. It's like, bro, you don't know me, and then we play a game. Relax. You know, we just, we just, we're playing a game here, bro. Like, and even the fallout of that malice in the palace thing, and it's just because a fan threw something and players made pretty much what you'd expect a player to make if somebody throws something at them, the reaction, um, you know, them being in the zone the way they are, if you throw something, that's going to, that might set off some triggers. The fallout from that, you're talking about a whole dress code. You're talking about like just all these punishments for the players off of something that like if it happened in real life, you would understand the the repercussions of that. I just, I, I would just say, listen to, when your players are telling you they're getting disrespected, listen to them. Because they've been saying that for years. They've been saying this for years. Please police this. Please help us out. Please do something about it. And as we see, it's not, it's not, it's not change. It's not stopping the, not stopping the fans from acting this way. Listen, man, I had a fan. Um, I had a fan. We were in, we were in Seattle. We came out of timeout. I mean, I was, sorry, we came out for a halftime. Um, and I, you know, we were doing something. I was talking to somebody, um, and I turned around and there was a fan. I'm on the court now, like, you know, I don't know, three, three point line somewhere doing what I got to do. And there's a fan standing right next to me, like right in my face mm-hmm. talking. Now, luckily for me, that fan wasn't there for any kind of, you know, he wasn't there to do me any harm. He was just wanted to come out and, and, and talk, but he had slipped through the cracks of all security, all everything. And there he stood on the court. You know, what if I, you know, what if he was out there to fuck me up, Logan? How, you know what I mean? You, that is my workplace. I'm supposed to feel safe and secure in that. And I know that's, you know, that's taken this probably out of proportion a bit, but that's what you're talking about, right? This is where I work. You know, this is, this is where I come. If if somebody had an office job and someone was fucking with you and like hitting you and and putting soda on your face or your head and stuff like that, you file a complaint with HR and that person gets fired. That person gets fired. Yeah. So, I mean, what the league has to do, and we talked about, I mean, the league has to do what happened to the youngin in Boston who I, from all accounts has been arrested, right? And they're, they're pressing mm-hmm. charges against him. And I think another another one of his buddies that was there doing the dumb stuff with him, that's what has to take place in these instances, man. They cannot come back. I love CeCe's idea about, you know, whatever market they live in, don't let him in any of the arenas or stadiums. Like, put together yep. a little list. Like, he's banned from all sporting events. No fly events. zone. No, no all, fly. All of them. Collegiate, like, all NCAA shit, pro shit. He can't come to any of them because... You know, there should be a contract that you as a fan, you know, had, or uh, you have can to boo. abide You by, can do bro. all this stuff. You can boo. That's fine. That's fine. Dude, you can call me out of my name. Like, you can say what you want. Like, you know, you call me, oh, you suck, you be this. And like, bro, do what you do. You know, you start yelling racist shit at me. 
or you start like hitting me with shit, then those are lines that you should not cross as fans. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, I got everything I got out on this. So do you got any more, any final words for what should be done? I, nah, I'd like just... to hear, it's, the sm- it's, a, it, it's a small, small, like, fraction of fans. Most fans are good fans, passionate fans. So I, this isn't like an anti-fan thing. But I, I, and I do appreciate that the fans in the building, Logan, are now checking or at least trying to hold the idiots that are doing it around them accountable for it. You know what I mean? But just tighten up, man. Like, cut the shit. Yeah, cut the shit, man. All right, Jomi, bring your ass. We ready to roll. We're back from the P. We're back from where? From the We're back P. from where? Palm Dale. We're back from the Dale. All right, we are back from the Dale. Let's paint this picture. We have Jomi here. Now, Jomi, we, last time he was on here, we made a bet that if the Clippers win, we didn't even have an alternative to this. We just said if the Clippers win, he got to take a trip to Palmdale. Now, there may, may or may not be some footage about this, this trip that he took from wherever he is in the Los Angeles area to Palmdale. Mm. If you want to find the, the footage, hashtag release the tapes. Mm. Release the Palmdale the cut. Mm. Release the release Palmdale the cut. cut. Jomi, you are back in paradise. Uh. <laughs> How? Pay me to a picture on this one, man, because we saw, or we may or may not have saw the video that may or may not exist. Tell us about your journey through your own words. Well, let me actually, let's take, let's take, let's take it back to Friday night, right? We made the bet. We said, if, the Clippers win game three. I got to go out to Palmdale, right? And so I'm looking at, you know, the first quarter of game three, and the Mavs are up 19, and I'm feeling great. Oh, man. Mm. I'm like, it's my time. You know, I'm going to wake up on on Saturday, going to go for a walk, you know, maybe get some pancakes. <laughs> just enjoy, enjoy my day. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You what kind what of mean? pancakes are you going to get, Jeremy? What kind of uh, pancakes some, you, you think You know, just some get? regular old buttermilk pancakes with some maple syrup. You know what I mean? Mm. Some extra mm-hmm. butter on top. You know, just real simple. You know, I like the simple things. Mm. And then, you know, Chris Tabs Porzingis turned into, you know, European Jaleel Okafor. And I was I was out of luck, right? You the, said, and I quote, "White Jesus will help us get over the top." I was root Luke and KP. I was praying that I was praying to White Jesus, like for Luke and KP. Let's get this dough, <laughs> and they let me down. Okay, let me down. So I'm a man of my word. I got up and I took myself out to the P. To mm. Palmdale, it was first of all. Traffic, How was the traffic? Was it was it good? Sucked. Was it good? Traffic. It was, it okay. was cheeks. Mm. Mm. You know. Uh, what remember, time did you leave? Uh, or I left early. It was like maybe like ten or so, and I got there like around uh at to like you no know, noon, twelve thirty. Here's the thing, oh. though. Here's what's wild. Oh. We talked. We did all this conversation about uh you know freeways. <laughs> Right, remember the ninety-one, da da da. I had to take the one oh I had to take the, the four oh five to the five. I saw the four oh five end. I went all the way to the end of the four oh five. Insanity. Palmdale is in the middle of nowhere. Right? Took the the end I reached the end of the four oh five, then got to the five, and then got to the fourteen, which is a freeway that exists, right? And it's just oh, 
And there's just <laughs> dust and, and, and rocks for miles, for miles. <laughs> but I made it. But I was there. I, I, I set foot in Palmdale City Square. So I honored my end of the bargain. Mm. <laughs> Palmdale, Palmdale, Jomi. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't know what to say about that, bro. I just, you know what I, I do appreciate? The fact that that unsolicited, like you got up and you handled your business, bro. Like that is a real one on a show where we are. That that's a real one, shit. And I do appreciate that. I want to, I want to, I want to go into a, I want to go to a part of the video that may or may not exist. Mm -hmm. It's honestly like the LeBron James um, Nike camp video of him getting dunked on. It may or may not exist. It may have been confiscated. That's a but, deep cut. That's a deep cut. But. There was a there was a part in the video where you're interviewing Palmdale residents, and a and someone walks off. How was that experience? Did Palmdale residents actually want to be in Palmdale from your thing? And what was the best part about Palmdale and the worst part about Palmdale? The interesting thing about the the interview was, so I don't know if many of the listeners are outside. Hopefully, they're outside. It was. Uh, 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 it was quinceanera was going on. Like they were taking photos for quinceanera. You know what okay. I'm saying? Uh, and so, like they've got like this. It was like let me let me like let's be honest, right? It was a beautiful. It was a little beautiful little area they had over there. They had like a gazebo, it was a little courtyardish. Yeah, had yeah. a fountain. And the, it was. I was like, hey, so everybody was taking photos. So I pulled off a couple of homies. I was like, hey. You know, you want to talk about Palmdale for a second? I'm like, yeah. Y'all like basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk Palmdale and basketball. And then I started, you know, with the Palmdale questions. Dude was like, hey, listen. I'm just... I mean, he didn't say this, but you can see by the way he turns his head and walks off as I'm, like, addressing him <laughs> that he wants no business. I'm tired of Palmdale. I'm tired of talking about Palmdale. I'm tired of being mm -hmm. here. I would have literally rather be anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Right? So, I mean, you know, it, it was tough, but, you know, hey... I would feel the same way if I lived in Palmdale too. You know what I'm saying? Palmdale, Palmdale. Okay, now Palmdale. the best part about Palmdale, um, uh, mm. it looked like the plate. The plate looked it nice. Looked like the, the plate, plate looked nice. Look, I mean, the plate Carly, looked. Do you want to shout out good. that place? Do you want to shout out that place? Because that was the perfect place. That was a nice place. You should shout that place out. I think that they deserve it. Shout out to my boy Keith, uh, El Torio West. Oh, El Torio West. He gave me the All recommendation right. from his sister-in-law. I was like, let me slide through. Uh, the fish tacos were pretty good, too. And, mm. you know, the carne soda fries hit. Mm. So I'd probably Final say... Final question. You tell. Will you ever go to Palmdale again in your life? Absolutely not. Never again. Um, I will say this, though. Um, shout out. I want to give a shout out to the Clippers, man. I came on mm -hmm. here and I was talking all that smack after they went down 0-2. And then uh, they, uh, they woke up. And won mm -hmm. two in a row in Dallas. You know what I'm meanwhile, saying? Meanwhile, Anthony Davis is hurt and the Lakers oh. are in flux right now. So is it the curse of Jomi? I don't think that's true because we won the title okay. last year. Um, but here's what I here's what I will say. Anthony Davis is probably not going to play the rest of this series, right? You know, <laughs> we heard it earlier in the show, Roger talking about groin injuries don't just go away after two days. If he didn't show up in game four, he's probably not going to be in game five. I saw a tweet today that said, like, it's a grade one strain. Those take seven to ten days to heal. It the series is over on Saturday. So I know LeBron is an avid listener of the show. LeBron listens to every episode. You know, he's a big Raja Bell fan. Oh, word. Okay. Right? <laughs> and, you know, I know that. You know, I've got my connections. I know that. LeBron, 
Clutch Jomi? Clutch Jomi? I know if you're listening. Yeah, I'm on the payroll. What's up? Okay. LeBron, I know you're listening. I I need I need 44 minutes from you on on I need 44 <laughs> minutes from you tomorrow. I need 44. I'm sorry. The Lakers are like LeBron is sat for like 30 something minutes in this series. The Lakers are minus 45 or something like that. Shout out Yovan Bahav for out here out here giving yeah, us the knowledge. You see, it, you see it. the Lakers from, from the Athletic are yeah. are bad in non-LeBron minutes. So I'm we're going we're going to need some big minutes from you Bron Bron. But hey, I know you're a fan. You know, we'll, hey, we'll come Yo, on. You know, we but need hey. big minutes from Cardiac Coos too. We need big minutes from Cardiac well, we just, Coos. I mean, look, he's not shooting the ball well, but nobody is really. So mm-hmm. I know I know he's catching a lot of slander because you know he's Kyle Kuzma, but he's you know he's playing. There, here's the thing about the Lakers. I don't you know they're playing great defensively. <laughs> they can't put the ball in the hoop. Well, I, oh, you got a remedy for that, Tht. Hey, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, let's, yeah, let's, yeah. We, we got a remedy for that. Hold on, hold on, You ain't said nothing but a word. Hold That's on, Dave. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, listen, listen, listen. See, it's a Frank that's, Vogel thing. It's a Frank Vogel mind game. You know what I'm saying? Oh. He knows what he. If you put too much THT on tape, right? Oh, then the next series, you're saving him. You know yes. what I'm saying? Exactly. Ah, the next series, him. but you if know, you don't put Denver THT in the series, you might not like, see oh. that. You might not see the mm. Nets if you don't put THT nah, nah, in the nah. series. It's, see, it's a long Chess, game, bro. Chess, you know, see, you know Chess. how they held out Donovan Mitchell with the ankle in Game One because like, oh, we should beat the Jazz. We should be, we should be Memphis. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Like, we're going to keep him. He's a secret weapon. Mm. All right. If you mm. get enough tape on him, you know what I'm saying? You find the sets, you know? So it's it's a smart play by Frank Vogel. I've always said Frank Vogel, smartest coach in the league. You know what mm. I'm saying? So tr- trust right. the process. Okay. <laughs> All right. Jo- Jomi, we gave Simmons a, a, a chance to predict this series. Um, who's winning game five tomorrow night before we get out of here? Let's... I just want to preface this by saying I've been a Laker fan my entire life. Uh, I don't oh, remember. Shit. I oh, don't wait. remember a time. <laughs> I don't remember a time when I didn't root for the Lakers, and I don't oh, remember fuck. a time when I didn't believe that they were going to win a game. So it will surprise you to te- to to say that I think LeBron James, Mark Gasol, talented Horton Tucker, and the Lakers are taking Game Five. Or get, yeah, Game Five. Here's wait, the thing. Wait, is this Lakers? We believe two point We believe. <laughs> right? They they doubted us. We couldn't do it. Bubble, they called us bubble frauds. They said we didn't have what it takes outside of the bubble. They said LeBron James he is washed. You know, they calling him A. Disney, Lay Mickey. All right? We're going to prove the doubters wrong in game five. I got the Lakers, right? I don't know by double digits. It's probably going to be a close game. Chris Paul's shoulder is probably feeling better. Good for him. But, yeah, I got the Lakers out here. And the Lakers are undefeated. After a loss in the playoffs since LeBron got there. That I'm rolling with that. I'm rolling on that. They're gonna get All it right. done. All right, man. That's been another edition of the Real Ones Pod <laughs> on the Ringer NBA feed. Hashtag Thank release you, the Palmdale Cut. Hashtag release the Palmdale Cut. Jomi once again is 2012 James Harden whenever he comes on the pod, sixth man of the year every single time. Mm. All right. Now we will see you Thursday. And also you can check out all of our pods on the ringer nba feed that is group chat that is the answer also check out mismatch also check out r2c2 with who raja bell baleo legend friend of the show cc sabathia and you can check out black girl songbook book which is on hiatus with who raja bell man another friend of the show town legend how y'all say town biz 
Danielle Smith. Mm. Mm. Yes, sir. Check out the Ringerverse. You can also catch Jomi on that with Charles Holm and also Van Lathan. Also Van Lathan. Also Mallory Rubin. Also check out the Ringer Music Show with Charles Holmes. We will see you guys on Thursday. We got a special. We got might have something in the works for you there. We might mm. have something in the works. Mm, spicy. I'm just. I'm just saying. You don't want to miss Thursday's show. Holla, peace. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida, we'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client.